Welcome back to another episode of the Water Women podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. This is episode number 52, which means for 52 weeks, every Monday, you guys have joined me to listen to a different Water Woman speak about her experiences, her jobs, her loves, her passions. And I'm so thankful for you guys for joining me on this journey. A whole year. I can't believe that that has already passed by. It really has blown my mind. So I thought for today's episode, I'd do it a little bit differently and kind of end this season. We just finished season one of Water Women and end this season with a little bit of a recap, talking about some awesome people we had on, some awesome experiences we had, what it was like, how Water Women began, and then talk a little bit about myself so you guys get to know me a little more. Uh, so yeah, we can just jump right in. Welcome to another episode of the Water Women Podcast, the podcast all things ocean. I'm your host, Jill. Water Women, I really don't know when it started for me. I had this idea. So, okay, I should preface this, I guess. This is also, I think, the first podcast I've done just myself sitting down. So you guys should be ready for lots of rambling and just me talking to myself, I guess, which is really weird to think about, but it's fun. I kind of like it. So I studied marine biology, as uh, we know, and I studied at, at University of New Brunswick in St. John. So I was there and I loved it, loved what I was doing. But I had this feeling that I wanted to put something out, some sort of content out into the world. And I talked with my friends and I went back and forth between a lot of things. I was like, maybe a YouTube channel about my everyday life. Like, I'm funny, right? Like, I could do that. And it just kind of, my friends thought I was joking. It kind of sat in the back of my mind for a little while. And then, and then in January of 2019, I was like, hmm why not a podcast? I can talk for a while. I like that. And when this started out, it wasn't originally marine-centered. It was just kind of like a podcast, a place for me to sit down and talk. And I kind of started talking to my microphone one day. I got all the stuff and I kind of started talking to my microphone. And I was like, I don't want to do this podcast by myself. I don't want this to me just be me talking about myself and my day and being like, hey guys, uh, today I ate cereal for breakfast. I wanted it to be something that people would listen to and learn from. And I am not an expert in any field right now. So I was like, well, what can I do to teach people? How can I help people learn? So I had this awesome idea to start getting women from different areas of science. And I really liked the idea of, at first I thought about even just a green podcast, just some green initiatives, people in the green industry, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, that's pretty broad. I should probably, you know, narrow it down just a little bit. And that's when the marine, the water woman idea kind of came to me. I kind of had this idea. I was like, oh, okay. I really like the ocean. I'm in a lot of groups of people that really like the ocean. Maybe that would be cool. And then I was like, well, let's start highlighting some really awesome women. Like, I work with some awesome women. I know awesome women. I follow awesome women on Instagram. Like, there's a lot of really cool people who just haven't had a place to 
share their experiences. So why don't we create that place? So I had this idea of Water Woman and it just kind of, I just jumped in. I really didn't let myself think about it too much. The original design for Water Woman I drew in 10 minutes on my iPad and I recorded a teaser episode at midnight at my high, in my high school bedroom, like at my parents' house, recorded a two minute teaser episode, posted that, got it all up on all the different uh, listening platforms. And then I thought, hmm, I should probably plan for someone to be on this podcast now at this point. So I messaged my boss, Nicole, who was our very first episode, my old boss, Nicole. And she was like, absolutely, I would love to. So we set a date and I drove down to her and we sat in a little cafe with my microphone and computer set up. And with Nicole, I think Nicole is a great starting spot because she is kind of like an older sister to me in a way, or like an older sister boss, very weird dynamic. But she, it was easy to just sit down and talk to her. And I wasn't nervous. I wasn't, I was shaking a little bit because I was so excited about posting a podcast, but like, I was just excited to talk about what we loved together and it came really easy I mean we did get a couple weird looks from the workers in the cafe so just having a microphone set up and us just sitting in a booth together forever like just talking but it turned out really well Um, and I got home and I got really excited to post it and then I remembered that I still had to edit it and everything So I didn't really think things through when I started this, uh, realizing that I would have to do everything by myself. I would have to run the social medias. I would have to do all the editing, the podcast, like technical stuff, like figure everything out, figure out how to conduct interviews with people who live on the other side of the earth if I was going to ever get that big and kind of had a little bit of a what have I gotten myself into moment. Which... Uh, panicked me for a little bit and then I thought no you know what I want to do this so I sat down and I googled how to edit a podcast and a lot of different things came up I previously used audacity which is like a platform that you can manipulate listen to and edit sounds on like I used that to analyze some data for our previous projects so I was like hey maybe I can use that and I ended up figuring out how to edit it pretty easily wasn't too too difficult took a lot of time my first time because I was trying to figure everything out uh I remember I vividly remember sitting in Starbucks pre pre pre-COVID of course and I was editing Nicole's podcast I had my headphones in I felt very professional and I clicked something and all of a sudden every single piece of the audio recording was in reverse so the whole podcast was in reverse and I could not fix it and I almost cried in Starbucks. I just closed my laptop, I went home, and I got it figured out, but I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I am not fit to run a podcast by myself. And after Nicole's episode, Water Woman just kind of blew up. All of a sudden, like, our social medias were being followed by, like, I think we had, like, 300 followers our first day, which, like, I was, my goal for the year was, like, 600. So I was blown away by that. Of course, a lot of that was my friends supporting me, which to all my friends listening, I truly cannot thank you enough for listening to me plan this, listening to me complain about how I didn't have time to do this, but still deciding to do it anyways, listening to me try and figure things out, work things out in my head, letting me call you with the with the platform I use to conduct podcasts worldwide to see if it worked 
you guys are truly amazing. Truly the MVPs that's been behind the scenes for this podcast. So I got the first episode up. It was super well received. Everyone loved it, which made me super happy. And I started reaching out to other women. I reached out to Liv. I reached out to a couple of my friends that I worked with. Lauren and Caitlin was like, hey, can we record podcasts? And everyone thankfully was like, oh my God, yeah, I would love to do that. And all the girls I had on for the first little bit were awesome because they were new to it as I was and we just kind of figured it out together. Now, my second episode ever with Liv was probably my most nerve-wracking. It was the first episode I'd ever done with like someone who wasn't a friend, who wasn't someone I knew in real life, who I wasn't sitting down with in real life. So I was like, oh my goodness, I have to figure out how I can record a podcast with Liv, who lives in Miami, and I live in East Coast Canada. Like, how are we going to do this? I don't want to do Zoom. I've listened to some of the Zoom podcasts, and sometimes the audio sounds a bit choppy, and I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? So I was, I spent my night Googling and talking to Liv, seeing what worked for her, and we found a platform, and it's, I will tell you, after doing 50-some of these episodes, and the majority of them, I think there's only been, since we had COVID, the majority of them have all been over this uh, platform called Zencaster, which is just like a conference call that you can record. It has been incredibly weird to be talking to all these super cool women, but not seeing their face and like not being able to see them. So hopefully Zencaster comes out with a video video option soon. But until then, it's it's a little weird to just be like sitting here staring at your computer. And I always like tell the girls that I'm sorry they have to do it. But it's so fun to get to talk to all these different people. So after Liv came on, I started being like, okay, maybe this is a feasible project. Maybe this is something I can actually do. This is really cool. And I mentioned to Liv, I was like, hey, let me know if you've got any friends you think might want to be on this or anyone you know. And I think after the fourth episode, after my one with Caitlin, my best friend Caitlin, is when things kind of started to really pick up. I started reaching out to people that I was like, these people are never going to be on this podcast, but I'm going to send them a note just to say, hey, I want you on here. I would love to have you on this podcast. I think you are so cool. Uh, And then I started getting replies. So I had the first couple episodes, like I said, were mostly my friends just trying to get things started. And then something amazing happened. Uh, My sixth episode featured probably one of my heroes, Nan Hauser, who I have been obsessed with Nan Hauser since I found out about her. She is the whale lady to me. She is so cool. She is who I want to be. We all know I love whales, but Nan, Nan is probably one of the reasons why. And I found her website and I just sent her a message. And I remember sending it and closing my laptop being like, this woman is never going to even read that email. So the next day when I checked my email and saw one from Nan, I think I cried a little bit and was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And she gave me a time that worked for her. And I was like, yeah, I can do it without even like, you know, checking my schedule. Turned out it was during when I had class, but I was like, you know what? I think, I think I'm going to have to just miss this one class for this. So I recorded with Nan and I was shaking afterwards. I was so excited. I couldn't wait to post it. And I, I was just in disbelief that in six episodes we had grown this far. Like we were partway through January at this point. And it was just, I was, 
I was recording with one of my heroes. I couldn't believe it. And I remember thinking like, what comes next? How can I go past this? Which I lasted about another, I think we got, after Nans, we got two, three more episodes out. And then, then the world was hit by coronavirus. And that's when episode 11, I actually had one of my friends, Hannah Wallace on, who is a virologist. And I, I didn't know much about COVID at the time. This was just at the end of March, I think, I believe it was March 30th when it came out. I didn't know much about Corona at this point, other than it made, it was a virus. It was not good and I couldn't go to school anymore. So I texted Hannah and I was like, Hey Hannah, like haven't spoken to you in forever. Or like I texted Hannah and I was like, Hey Hannah, do you want to come on the podcast and talk about Corona? Explain to us what it is, what we can expect, what we should do. And I remember being very nervous to post this one because I was like, people are listening to this for marine science, not for virology. Are people going to be mad that I'm going off topic? Are people going to like it? Am I going to have to change my whole podcast? Turns out it was a good little break for the marine science and it talked about relevant topics. So it was nice. And then we jumped right back in. And honestly, there are some good things that came out of this lockdown. It gave me so much time. I had, I think, the full month of April and May off and even part of June because my work didn't start until July. So I had tons of time off to just sit down and focus on the podcast, which I think really benefited me. It really let me grow the podcast, focus on it, figure things out. Because at this point I was still doing everything myself. I was posting every Monday while still being in school, in classes. I was editing everything along with doing all my research. I was trying to keep up with our social medias, post more often kind of get all that together. It did get to be a little overwhelming in places, but when lockdown happened, it really gave me, like it was the only thing I was focusing on. So it was really nice. And I would send out messages, like mass Instagram messages being like, hey, I think you're really cool. I really love your Instagram, come beyond this. Hey, I really love the research you're doing. I've researched it, I've read some of your papers. I love what you're doing. Which is always something I try and do when I have someone on the podcast, whatever they're talking about. Sometimes if they have papers published, I'll ask them to send me their papers or I'll look things up myself because I want to not because I want to be knowledgeable about the topic. I want to be able to ask them questions about their topic and, you know, make it a good conversation, not just me going, okay, and what does that mean? So I had lots of time to actually learn and learn more about the people I was having on. And it was so fun. And our episodes kind of started to gain some length there. They went from being like 20 some minutes, 20, 22 minutes to like a half hour. And the listening time was still good. So I was like, oh, I could probably like really push these episodes. I started out with shorter episodes thinking like, I have zero attention span, as you guys have probably picked up listening to me ramble within this podcast. Uh, So maybe no one else wants uh, to listen to a podcast for an hour or two. And then as the listening time started to continue on, I started to kind of push it. And I think one of our longer ones was 45 minutes at the beginning. And I was like, wow, like editing this, I was like, oh my goodness, are people going to hate this? Are people going to stop listening? Which you'll notice is a recurring fear of mine throughout this uh, journey is, oh my God, people are going to hate this. People are going to hate me. Uh, How do I say this? How do I make people not hate me? Thank you guys for sticking around, by the way. So I hit 45 minutes and I was like, okay, this seems like a pretty sweet spot. So now 
we kind of aim for like 37 to 45 minutes, somewhere within that range is what I told myself. And then we'd record a podcast with someone and it'd be 58 minutes. And I was like, you know what? I like it. It's easy to listen to. We're learning. I can't just cut out whole chunks. So I kind of threw away, I, I scrapped the whole idea of let's stick to this time limit and just kind of said, let's talk. Let's have a conversation, which is something I have told every single woman that has been on this podcast. As soon as we start, as soon as we jump on the call and start talking about recording, I'm like, I want you to know that this podcast is much more of a conversation than it is an interview. I never want a guest to feel like I'm sitting there asking them questions, waiting patiently for the answer, needing an answer right away, needing a a specific answer, just kind of like, so what is this? It's more of a, okay, tell me about this because I think it's so cool. And I want this to be a conversation between three or more people because I want it to be me, my guest, and you guys listening. I want you guys, if you have questions, to feel free. Like you can reach out to me or whoever the guest was. And I've had some guests that had come on, come back and tell me, be like, man, I got so many Instagram messages after that about questions and it was so cool. And that makes me so happy that you guys are listening and forming questions and doing your own research into this stuff. It's so cool to know. So after lockdown ended and I went back to work, I kind of was like, how am I going to be working? How am I going to work seven, six to seven days a week, almost 12 hour days, still have time to record and edit these podcasts? Like, what am I going to do? And luckily that is when my favorite human probably in the universe, Kelly reached out to me. Kelly emailed me and said, hey, I really love podcasts. I really love your podcast. Do you want an intern? And I remember reading that and being like, does this girl know what she's getting herself into? Because absolutely, I will take her on. And I emailed her and I was like, hey, Kelly, absolutely. Just so you know, like, I do this all myself. It's not some big fancy thing, like, would love to chat with you. And based on Kelly's like resume and like, she provided me with references and just on her emails and Instagram, like she was super cool. I kind of already like decided that she was going to like be my intern. And then we had a Zoom meeting because Kelly lives in California, which is literally, I think, quite possibly the furthest point away from me she could get. Uh, But we had a Zoom meeting and I was like, wow, I love this girl. She is my, probably one of my salty soul sisters. Like, just like, we vibed, we, we got along so well off the Zoom. We were both laughing. I think we talked for like an hour the first Zoom and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I've known you forever. And Kelly hopped on and it was perfect because I kind of got her to run some of the social media, start making edits, and she was awesome at it. And I was, I have never been so thankful for Kelly. Like she just really has kept this podcast running smoothly. Like we would not be here without her because when I was working all that time in the summer, I really didn't have time to make the edits. I didn't have time to do, I was recording and editing the podcast and Kelly pretty much ran social media this summer and it was fantastic to have. We've had so many amazing women on and so many like unforgettable episodes that have fully made me laugh, made me, there's been some that make me cry. We've touched on so many different topics. I know more about seahorses and ocean plastics than I think I ever knew and sharks. Like the amount of stuff that I know now just from talking to these amazing women really like blows my mind. And the fact that everyone on the podcast is so eloquently spoken and phrases things in such an easy to understand way really just like, it makes my job so much easier, truly. I will always get the people on the podcast that are like, oh, I'm rambling. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, 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 don't be sorry. Ramble, please. Makes my life so much easier. 
It's so nice. And I just, now we're here. Now we're 52 episodes in. 52 weeks of every single Monday for the past 52 weeks listening to a new episode of Water Women. And it just, I can't, I truly, guys, I cannot believe it. I, when I started this podcast, I was like, okay, let's get 10 episodes out and see how we're doing. 10. That was my goal. I made, I was like, okay, we'll do two months. Let's see how it goes. And now we're 52. We are a whole year in. And some of you guys who have been here since the very beginning are still here and still commenting on our Instagrams and messaging me and being like, hey, I love what you do. And I'm like, I love you. Like, thank you. And it just blows my mind that we've lasted a year. And I'll often get Instagram DMs. This is the part that really, really kills me every time is I'll get Instagram DMs being like, hey, I love what you guys are doing, or I think what you all do is super cool. And I want to tell people that it's just me, me and Kelly. Like it really, I think people think this is like this big fancy like podcast setup. Like we have a studio or something. Absolutely not. Currently I'm sitting in my bedroom, which is a disaster, uh, drinking coffee and talking to myself. So I look crazy to anyone who would just, peer in on me right now but it still works it still has been going well and I'm super excited about that I have lots of big plans so my idea was for water women for the first season to cover a year to do a full year and I said okay that'll be season one if I can get through season one then we'll we'll come back and like reassess and season one was a resounding success, I'd say, pretty pretty undeniably. I'm quite happy with where we are. Our social media following grew triple what I wanted, and I am just so happy about it. So season one, incredibly, incredibly loved and happy with, which means I've got big shoes to fill for season two. I have lots of ideas for season two and even some guests already lined up for season two, which makes me super excited because I, some of the women that I have planned, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys to hear their stories and some of their research. It's just like, I, I love them already and I haven't even spoken with some of them. So I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Uh, I want to change things up a little bit, kind of with the editing, if I have time, um, make things more fun, you know? So if you guys have any suggestions of little segments you want to hear or like anything like that please please send us an email reach out to us you can drop in on our website and contact us you can message us via instagram dm we love hearing from you guys it truly makes our day so much better and i truly can't thank you guys enough for following along this far So through, through the Water Room podcast, like each episode, you guys have kind of learned a little bit about me, like bits and pieces of my story, but I do want to kind of sit down and tell you guys a little bit about who I am. And obviously I've already covered what made me want to do this, but why I chose marine biology, like why whales for me and just kind of tell that story. So I grew up in, wow, we are starting right at the beginning, huh? Uh, I grew up in a really small town. Like, I think my graduating class had like 30 some people in it, like very small. Uh, And I grew up dead center of my province, pretty much. So like not too far from the ocean. I was, I think, 
like an hour away drive from the St. John Harbor, like the Bay of Fundy area, hour or two away. So not like too far, but definitely not an everyday kind of growing up beside the ocean kind of thing. Uh, I did grow up by the lake though. My house was right on a lake and I was super, super lucky to have that because it really, I was introduced to water at a very young age. And I used to joke with my parents that I wanted to grow up to be a fish or a mermaid because in the summer times, I would be in the water from the time I woke up to when my parents made me go to bed. Like I spent every day in the water. Mind you, a lot of that was just like playing with my friends, uh, not exactly being like, I want to see what's in the water. I mean, some of it was, but like most of that was just like jumping off the raft and kayaking and swimming with my friends. Uh, when I was younger, I was absolutely terrified of fish. As in like, if I saw a fish while I was swimming, I would get out. I would not be in the water. I thought fish were going to eat me. I was terrified of fish. There's a picture of me fishing with my father when I was, I think like 11, 10 or 11. And he's like trying to get me to hold a fish and I'm like holding it as far far away from my body as possible. I have it like, my arm like stretched out and I'm like bending away from it. And I look like I'm like, my eyes are like huge and I look like I'm either about to laugh or scream and I truly don't know which it is. But I was so scared of them. So it's pretty ironic that I grew up to decide that I want to go into marine biology. Now, I always knew I was, like, fascinated by the water. Like, I always loved the, the lake and, like, seeing what was in it. I loved having my goggles and flippers and being like, let's see what I can see. But mind you, until I saw a fish. But I loved being underwater. I loved being in the water. But I never thought of it as, like, a career option. It was always just kind of like, yeah, this is what I do in the summer and I go to school. I started thinking like, I remember being in like grade nine, 10 being like, whoa, I kind of have to figure out what I want to do with my life. I panicked from a very early age, as you can see, but what I should do. And I kind of started thinking about it being like, okay, I like, I like sciences. And I knew I didn't want to sit in an office every day. So both my parents did. So I got to experience that with take your kid to work day. And I was like, not for me. Thank you. And, uh, in grade, I think it was the summer after grade 11, I'd kind of been interested in the ocean and like reading more about it and being like, hey, this is kind of cool. This is an option. And then the summer after grade 11, I think it was 2014, I went to this camp at the Huntsman in St. Andrews. It's an aquarium research center there. And they have these like day camps, these week camps. And I went to this week long like sleepaway camp for young marine biologists. I know, I know how nerdy it is. Like, it's fine. And I, I've said this before on the podcast, I fully credit uh, the people, Tracy, Laura, and Barb, who ran that for making me be like, hey, this is what I want to do literally forever. I had the best time at that camp. I learned so much. I met some really amazing people who I'm still friends with today. And we, it was a really good hands-on introduction to marine biology and it kind of showed you like how vast marine biology is like we would look at we went out on the boat and like uh got some sea urchins some fish like just a bunch of stuff looked at that then we got to study sea urchins and like I remember doing a a, uh, experiment to see how long it took sea stars to flip over and like dissecting fish and like just learned so much about marine biology and like how you could go so many different directions and 
my parents, the reason they had sent me to this camp is they said, how about you go check it out and see if you like it so that you're not paying your tuition for marine biology, paying for a marine biology undergrad and then realizing afterwards that you hate it. And I think it was kind of their hope that I would not like it or realize it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I would go into something a little less world travel-y and more like stay at home, settle down kind of thing. And they came to pick me up at the end of the week and I got home and I said, I can't wait to do that for the rest of my life. Uh, and that's when they knew they had lost me to the ocean. That's when they knew that I was, my heart was set on studying the ocean. So I kind of knew that from, for the rest of grade 11 and 12 and had my heart set on studying marine biology. And in Canada, we have a couple marine biology schools, not too many. We have UBC, uh, Guelph, you can do freshwater marine. Uh, and off the top of my head, U, uh, UMBSJ where I went and Dalhousie. And I mentioned UBC to my parents and they said, nope, too far. You're not moving across the country. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, I mentioned, I didn't really want to go to Guelph. It just wasn't on my radar. Uh, and then my top choice was actually Dalhousie. And I didn't go to Dalhousie because my transcripts didn't get sent in on time for my high school. So I didn't get accepted. And my parents were like, maybe you could wait a year and go go next year, like if your heart is really set on Dalhousie. But I had been accepted to UMBSJ and I was like, you know what? Why don't I just go to UMBSJ? I want to play basketball anyways. So it's it's fine. It works out well. So I went to UMBSJ my first year and played basketball while studying sciences, which was definitely a lot. I uh, kind of probably was too much. I wasn't able to focus on either as much as I wanted to. So I only played for one year and then I just kept studying marine or kept studying my sciences. And it was some of those were kind of like, do I really want to do this? Do I want to go through or do I want to go through organic chemistry to get to where I want to be? But I'm glad I did it. And I really wanted to start getting job experience in marine biology because I knew like just having an undergrad wouldn't be sufficient in like furthering my career in it. Like I needed to do something else with it. So I was like, okay, uh, the Huntsman was really cool. Let's apply for a job there. So I applied for a job there for the summer and I went in for an interview and I didn't get it. And I remember being so, so upset thinking like, wow, maybe I don't even want to do marine biology. And this was after my first year of university, which after my first year, at the very end of it, I went to talk to one of my professors and she said, like, what do you want to do with marine biology? And I was like, well, I'm really not sure yet. Like, I'm still kind of trying to figure that out. But I really like whales. Like, I kind of knew that whales were really cool. And she said, yeah, you and everybody else, you probably won't end up doing that. And I just remember being so, like, taken back of her kind of, like, mentioning to me, like, yeah, I don't think you can do that. Like, she told me it was very competitive and that, like, I, I wouldn't get into anything like that. And I was like, oh, okay. So that paired with not getting this job, I was like, okay, do I really want to do this or am I wasting my time? And I ended up volunteering at the aquarium that March break and I loved it. I loved like giving information, like teaching the children at the touch tank and doing the feeding presentations with the seals. And I learned a ton just from that. And like questions people would ask me that I didn't know the answer to always made my day because I got to ask some of my supervisors would be like, hey, like, do you know the answer to this? Like, that's a super cool question. 
and I ended up working at a random job that summer and coming back to my second year in school and that summer I reapplied at the after my second year of university I reapplied at the aquarium and I got it and I got to meet some of my best friends working there like Hillary and Brian and Kayla and some of them ended up being my best friends and it was probably the most fun summer I got to learn so much I got to spend all the time by the ocean I lived right beside the ocean it was so cool and I, it really just solidified for me, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I I want to be a marine biologist. I don't really understand what that entails yet, but I know I want to do it. And so I kept working there. I worked there the next summer. And the summer after, like, the summer of 2018, I got an opportunity to go over to Spain and do some research on dolphins with the Bottlenose Dolphin Research Institute, which was super, super cool. And we spent, I was there for a week, and we spent every day pretty much on the boat or out in the field looking for dolphins and like taking notes of dolphins and everything. And while over there is when I realized, hey, I want to study whales for the rest of my life. I think these guys are so cool. So when I went back to New Brunswick, I had been working part time at the Island Quest on the Island Quest boat. Uh, just like every day I had off from the aquarium, I'd go board or guide for them. So I went back to the aquarium and I think I lasted three days there and I brought in my letter of resignation and said, okay, I love you guys, but I want to pursue this. And I left on good terms and called Nicole right after I quit and said, hey, do you have room for me full time on the boat? And she was like, well, I think so. And I was like, great, because I just quit my job. So I hope so. And I started working there and I worked there for three summers and spending every single day out on the boat looking at whales. Oh my god, you guys, it just changed my life. It truly was the best decision I think I've ever made. Um, summer of 2019, so two summers ago now, god that seems forever ago, I did an internship in Australia with Humpbacks and High Rises with Sarah who is on this podcast. So I emailed, I had just been searching, like I knew I wanted to travel, I knew I wanted to travel because of whales, so I had literally been searching like whale internships, whale internships in different places, like Norway, Australia, Fiji, like all these different places, and I found humpbacks and high-rises, and I emailed the director, Olaf, and said, hey, are you looking for an intern? Here's why I'd be great, and he said, we are not, thank you, and I said, awesome, here's why you should have me, and he's like, okay, come if you want, and I was like, okay, you convinced me. So I went down there and I got to spend two months down there working with humpbacks and high rises and just fell in love even more. Like every day I was like, wow, I could not love whales every anymore. And every day I found a new little bit of love for them and was like, I can't believe I get to do this. It was truly unbelievable. And one of the last days I spent in Australia was my birthday. And that morning somebody had canceled on the boat and they like texted me and were like, hey, do you want to go out on the boat? And I was like, what a perfect birthday. And I think it actually was my most unforgettable birthday because I got to see this insane humpback, which are my favorite whales, like breach and like just he was being so active. It was insane. And I just remember being on the boat being like, wow, I truly could not love this any more than I already do. And I remember talking to Olaf being like, after I graduate, I want to come back here and study. And he was like, OK, <laughs> I was like, OK, for sure, because I will. And so I went back and I finished my last year of my undergrad and I graduated in April as a certified marine biologist, apparently, which terrifies me, but 
So I reached out to Olaf and I said, hey, are you still interested in me coming to study? And I applied. He said yes. He would be my supervisor. And we went through, jumped through hoops and got everything ready for me to apply for a master's position. And I didn't get accepted to it. They told me I didn't have enough research experience. So I said, okay, that sucks. And I let myself be sad for about a day. And then I applied for an honors in Australia. And I got accepted. And now I'm going to be going to study humpback whales with Olaf and live in Australia. And I'm super excited for it. Uh, It really is kind of my dream come true, getting to study humpback whales. So I'm, I'm truly, I can't believe I get to. And I get to take you guys all along on the adventure with me. So I'm really excited to see where that goes and what comes from it because it's really, really exciting, you know? Like, I just, I can't wait. I'm probably like oversharing with you guys right now. No one has to hear any of this, but it's fun to talk. I was worried when I started recording this that I was going to get like 10 minutes of recording and be like, okay, I think that's enough. And now we're at like 30 some, 40 minutes and I'm nowhere near done so that's a lie I am actually almost done but I I'm just excited and I love marine biology and it's kind of fun to see that little girl who was terrified of fish and wouldn't even be in the water with the fish now diving in Australia and getting to swim with I got to swim with sharks when I was down there I got to see hundreds of fish I was had the fish like all around me and I didn't freak out so I was very proud of myself It was a running gag all throughout my undergrad that I hated fish. And one of my favorite professors, Ben, who I have actually talked about on this podcast before, uh, his PhD student, Lauren, was, I think, our third episode. And she's one of my good friends. And we joked about how I hated fish. And Ben was a fish guy. And he'd always, like, he would just make fun of me for it, like, poke fun at me. And, like, it was just a, a running joke with me and all my friends about how much I hated fish but was still deciding to do marine biology. Well, thank you guys for listening to me blabber on for like 40 minutes just about myself and about Water Woman podcast. Um, I truly can't thank you enough for following along with the Water Woman journey and listening to every episode on Mondays and commenting on our Instagram and being involved. You are all Water Women. And I've said this before, and I just want to make sure it's completely clear. This podcast might be titled Water Women but it is truly water people. It is for everyone and anyone who is interested in the water. There is no rules about who can listen to this podcast or who can't. Absolutely not. I want everyone who is interested in the water to be able to learn and to share and to come on the podcast and tell us about what you do. And I just think you guys are all so cool and everything you guys do just blows my mind. And I want to be all of you. You guys are so cool. And I truly, 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 I don't know how I can get this across to you guys, but I cannot thank you enough for listening to every episode, listening to me blabber on today, supporting me in everything I do and loving the episodes, showing all the love to the water women that are on these podcasts and just being so fantastic. I just, I love you guys so much. And I mean that from the absolute bottom of my heart. Now, with that being said, With that being said, this concludes season one of the podcast, and I am super excited to see what season two has in store for everyone. Thank you guys for listening. I love you, and I'm sending you all the love in the ocean multiplied. Stay salty!
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Water Women podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe to it. You can also follow us on all of our social medias. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Water Women Podcast and on Twitter at Water Women Pod. You can also find more behind the scenes info on our website, waterwomenpodcast.ca. I am so happy to keep sharing these stories of different water women each week with you. And until next week, stay salty.